Griff, what's up? Hi, Dolly. I'm so excited to see you. I'm so excited to see you. Okay, I am here with Griff Lipson. Tell us who you are, what you do. Hi, everybody. Um, I am Griffin Lipson. I am a photographer. That's basically what I do in New York. I like to take photos, I like to document. And where are we right now? We are sitting on my couch in the den in my apartment in Chelsea, Manhattan. Yes, and how long have you lived here? It'll be two years in August. Great. Um, okay, so right now you're working, well, where did you go to school? So I actually, funny, funny question. I went to Lehigh University. Oh, I had no idea. And I studied finance. Oh my God. Okay. So that was interesting. College was pretty tough. I was feeling a little bit like uncreative and sucking the creative juices out of me, but just put my head down, worked hard and knew that, um, you know, it had to do what I had to do. Right, so you were studying finance. <laughs> How did you transition into photography? So I've always had a camera. Um, I think from like my, I was in ninth grade, so like my freshman year, I got a camera for my birthday, like a big one. And I literally couldn't put it down. It was just like, it was glued to my hand. And then, you know, like I would work side things in high school and in college and then afford, be able, be able to afford, you know, the nicer version of the camera. And then I was like, wow, this is something that I could actually do. Um, and make money and have a career out of, so I thought I would uh, take a shot at it. Oh, no pun intended, take a take shot, a shot at, at it. it. <laughs> when you, when you're starting that, were you, did you start, like, taking classes, or? So yeah, in high school I was taking, like, lots of photo classes, I learned in the darkroom, um, I was shooting with film, I loved, I love every aspect of it, you know. I wanted to, like, really get to know the camera before I was, like, going out into the real world. I didn't take any photo classes at college, though. Interesting. I didn't so, have any like really freedom in my schedule right in school yeah right okay so all of your actual professional learnings are from high school totally wow okay and then in college did you did you get to use your camera where were you using it uh so basically i would like go to parties you know document the social scene but it really wasn't my cup of tea the social scene at lehigh so I had a lot of friends that were at Penn, and I would go there because it was like a 50-minute drive, and I would start taking photos at their parties, and it kind of just snowballed from there. You know, word of mouth, I, you know, I used Facebook, I would tag people, I, I got stickers that said Griffin of Photography, all this fun stuff. Um, yeah, and it kind of just snowballed. I told people to post on social media, like really before it was huge. And just, yeah, I like to take pictures. And I, like I love to, that. I like to party, and it was just fun. Self-made photographer. Okay, so we were just talking before this, but... Dolly had told me she did the same exact thing. I did do the same thing because me too, I have, like, I've been attached to my camera for forever. Like, my Sony PowerShot. Doesn't matter. It's doesn't matter. And then I got my DSLR, and then now I use my iPhone. And then in college, I did the same thing. I was like, wait, I want to make some money. I'm going to go to the formals. Yeah, the money is good in college. Yeah. So me and my friend Brenna, we started a photography business, too. And wow. we make just like a couple hundred bucks for the weekend, and that was enough. So now you've, like, you've dabbled in it in college, doing it for fun, making some side cash, and now you've made it into, like, career yes I have it's um it's honestly I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that I'm not just a boy with a camera anymore you know for so long that's just like it was kind of like a side thing and now I'm really deeply truly involved in the photography world in New York City um and other cities and which has been really crazy okay so for somebody who might not understand the way that like the photography landscape works like do you have to be employed by 
Is there, do you have an employer? Do you, or is it just freelance work? How does it work? So I signed with an agency called BFA. We do. Yeah. What uh, is BFA? So BFA stands for Billy Farrell Agency, documenting, you know, nightlife, fashion, culture, music, basically like the forefront of culture in New York City for like specific events. Um, yeah, and they took a chance and they signed me. And then I moved to New York and I had two weeks because they wanted to throw me into Fashion Week. So, you know, I packed my stuff up <laughs> and moved to New York. And that was, was crazy. it. Yeah. And now you're still with BFA. I am. And are there, what have been like your most exciting photos or events that you've gotten to be at and to document people who have been the top people? Um, that's a really good question. So I actually was um, now involved in the New York Times, Times Talks. So I do portraits of everyone who does a Times Talk. Um, in the beginning, you know, they have crazy talent. I was really new to the city. I, you know, they were like, you're going to shoot Neil Kidman. You're going to shoot, you know, all these massive A-listers. And I was just blown away. And, you know, in the beginning, I got huge stage fright, shell-shocked, mm-hmm. seriously, whenever I would see someone fam- <laughs> remotely famous. Right. Um, but, you know, it, time only tells that, like, they're just people. I look at them as artists that, I've, you know, I've looked up to my whole life. And if you approach situations with, like, a friendly attitude, you re- it's reciprocated. I see you posting photos of, right, like, Nicole Kidman, Tom Hanks, Laura Dern, right? Yes. All these people, like, do you, what's the interaction like with them? It's professional, of course. Yes, of course, it's always professional. Um, but are they loose around yes. you? Yes, yeah, some some more than others, you know. Um, it's, inter- it's also another interesting thing, because it's people that I've literally looked up to my entire life, like the end-all, be-all. And to be a peer in a room is a, such a crazy, like, sensation that, you know, I kind of chase. It's like this adrenaline um, that I find. It's like a natural high almost. And I chase it. Like, I just wait to the next moment that I can be in a room, like, with Cardi B or, you know, Bella or Gigi or anyone. It's just it's just a natural high. And especially when, you know, these stars, their image is everything, especially with social media these days. And when, when they post your work, you know, to their page, it's cultivating, like, part of their image. Mm-hmm. It's such a crazy feeling. Like, I think last week I was sitting in the movie theater, and I looked at my phone, and I was like, do a leap I tagged you on a photo. And I literally wanted to throw my phone across the <laughs> I was like, like no, it's not. No, I think Yeah, it's like from one minute, it'll be like your BFF, every one of your sisters will tag exactly. you, and then do a leap buzz next. <laughs> That's so fun, though. It is fun. It's exciting. You you work through BFA, but also you're allowed to do some projects on your own. Exactly, I'm a freelance photographer, so I've been working on a lot of side things. I love portraiture. Um, that's really my favorite thing to do. I love like intimate moments of people, getting to know them, getting to capture their essence. You know, I, and I try to do that with all my work, and hopefully it comes through. Yes, I would say so. I have seen your work, and it's it does. How do they how do they find you? Is it all based on social media, or is it? Are you like constantly cold calling people, or so? I'm definitely emails? not cold calling. Okay, I've sent I've sent a few emails when I was when I'm trying to find work abroad because it's harder to penetrate those cities. What uh, like when you were studying abroad, or no? So like I did I did a two, oh, two weeks in Paris in September Fashion oh. Week, and I you know I was just like emailing people saying yeah. what's up. Yeah, it's basically word of mouth social media. I I love social media. I love Instagram. I love Instagram. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it's powerful. It is a powerful it's tool. It's a powerful tool if you know how to use it the right way. Exactly. Yes. I mean, I work in social media. Yeah, and really. What's your, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, similar to you, like I started this photography business in college. I started a web series in college and my brand in college. And I used social media to do that all before. Exactly. Like you're trying, and I'm I even like, I think I'm like two years Three years older than you. Two, yeah, two years. Two years older than you. So, like, I was really doing it right. Like, you're saying you're, no one was really doing it. But, like, yeah, no one was doing it when I was in college. No one and was, was, like, cultivating a brand exactly, on social media. It exactly. It was more like... Let me post a picture from last night. Exactly. Like, an yeah. iPhone photo that was blurry. Exactly. Or, yeah, exactly. But then, when you, like, started to curate and really build out how you want your external persona to be perceived by people, it is a very powerful tool. And I feel grateful because... I was doing it five, six years ago, and now I made it into, it's a job. It's, it's like a real job. It's, it's like a job that's in demand. Right exactly. People so, want people who are like, you know, savvy on social media. And yeah. Yeah. It, it's also, it's also a dangerous tool. It is. It is. And, so and that kind of freaks me out. It's, yeah. So it's like, it's not walking on eggshells. I wouldn't say walking on eggshells, but you know, there's a fine line. Definitely. And it is pretty crazy how influenced we all are by image now totally uh, half the time i'm like like do i post a selfie or like, will it look weird like next to all these like celebrities on my feed but right like, i want to you know i really want to stay true to myself and be grateful and you know i i'm that's your brand that's me that's like i like to have yeah right so i just, don't know yeah i always say that it's something too. that's yeah it's conflicting but i i think i uh, trust myself enough to stay true to myself Yes, and that's also really interesting. I think something with young people, it's like we are social media natives because we've been growing up doing it, and we instinctually know what will make a good post and what won't. Exactly. It's, it's, it's crazy. so crazy. So that part of it is like, it's innate. It really is. All right, so I want to ask you a bunch of questions about like your recent life here in New York. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> All right, so what have been your some of your biggest struggles since living in New York and they can either be career focused or personal. Um, and how did you get through them? I don't know if there's like specific struggles, but I think, I mean, every day is a struggle mm -hmm. and it's a victory and you know, every day is a roller coaster, really high highs in New York, really low lows. But the biggest struggle for me is to find genuine time and quality time for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, you're walking, I live on, I live on sixth Avenue. I look at my window, I see the hustle and the bustle all, all around me. And I, this is the, the, my first apartment in New York. So when I'm trying to find downtime for myself, I look outside and I see like a million people doing a million things. I'm like, oh my God, why aren't I doing a million things? And you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> well, I, it's, I, hard. it's hard. To, it's hard to like vocalize and like put into words, like the experience in New York. Yeah, I my mom always says this. She's always like, New York is the busiest, but also the loneliest city in the world where you are so overwhelmed by everything, sensory overload, you know, and there's so many people around you. Everyone's got so many friends and that's the way it is. But at the end of the day, you're like, wait, I'm kind of alone. Yeah. So I, I can relate to that. And I think a lot of other people our age too, like, you know, we're still so young. We don't have like families of our own. I also think like right now people are, we're expected to, to, you know, be on this crazy trajectory and know what we want. And and I think I know, like, sort of what I want, I think. And then, like, some days I'm like, oh, my God, you, this is not what you want. Some days I'm so confident in what I want. So that's just it's always, it's, a, it's an interesting ride, but I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. It's so, every day is so interesting, and it brings you, like, different little gifts along the way. Yes, 
Definitely. Um, and then what about relationships? Are you in a relationship? I am a single man, <laughs> a single gay man living in New York. I'm and not. how's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like, the dating is is interesting. Um, I, I tend to, like, or I've been on dates because I've been in this kind of world growing up, college, you know, going on dates with corporate or people who work nine to five. And, you know, because that's really the crowd that I've grown up with and I went to camp and it was just like, you know, people immediately, immediate people that you know. I, th- I think I need to start looking in other places because I have not found success. Uh-huh. And are you on the apps? Um, I am on a few apps. But the thing, great, the biggest thing for me is I need someone to rival me. I'm not even a really a competitive person, but I feel like if I'm going to be in a relationship, it need, there needs to be, like, there needs to be, like, I need to be on my toes. Cool. Well, you figured that out. Yeah. Right? I, well, you, have you, you haven't experienced it yet. I like a mystery. Okay. That's so, what I'm saying. All right. So if you're out there, mystery man. Yeah, mystery man. <laughs> hit up <laughs> Oh my god! And that um, so also since living in New York, how have you picked up any new hobbies? I actually have gotten super into film, making film or watching films, talking about films, reading about films. Um, at all of the above except making films. Okay, I'm trying to do a little more video in my work these days, but I like stills. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. stick to what I know for now. But who knows in the future? But yes, just talking about films. I got Movie Pass. Oh yes, okay. Um, freaking Seth. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So, what's been the best movie you've seen recently? Besides, I know you're obsessed with Call Me by Your Name, and yes, I know, totally, I know. <laughs> I see so many movies. My favorite movie that I've seen recently is this movie called First Reformed. I don't know it. It's um, Paul Schrader. He did Taxi. It's with Amanda Seyfried and Ethan Hawke. And it's really crazy, um, and it's shot in a square. It's super interesting. Get out of here. Wait, it's in theaters. It's, it's in like theaters recent? now, like Angelica-ish uh-huh. theaters. I'm telling you, Oscars 2019, it will win. Like, okay. All, it may even win Best Picture. All these people that I'm like reading about and you know, I wow. read all these critics. Wait, what's it called again? It's called First Reformed. First Reformed. Okay, I'm going to look it up. I don't even know. Oh, and I also saw Tully, which was great with Charlize uh-huh. Theron. You liked it? I really, really liked it. I didn't see that either. I'm not such a film buff. Oh, and I just saw... Oh. Sorry, another no. one that I really like. It's sorry to bother you. Uh huh. Um, it's this new movie with like uh, with Lakeith Stanfield. He's from Get Out, Atlanta. It's amazing, and Army Hammer is also in it. Shout out to Army Shout Hammer. Shout out Army Hammer. <laughs> Love you. Um, yeah, and Boots Riley who is a music producer. Now it's it's his, it's his directorial debut, and it's unlike any movie I've ever seen. It was so crazy. You have to see it. Okay, I'm I'm running to the theater Run. right after this. So, what kind of media do you consume besides film? Do you watch any TV? Do you listen to podcasts? What kind of music do you listen to? I listen to so much music. Really? I'm constantly listening to. Are you on Spotify or I'm a huge Spotify gal? Look at my playlists. Okay, I'm like listening. should I give you a follow? You should totally give me a follow. Okay, because I don't think I really know how to use Spotify to okay, its full so extent. Yeah, I'm like always looking. I have like these playlists that I've been following for years that I just, uh, you know, religiously consume. And I'm just like, they they just give me the best music. Um, and then I, you know, curate my own playlists from those. And yeah, I usually have like 20 followers for each playlist. I'm like, yes, everyone, like, Here's the music for the summer. Yes, 20, I'm famous. I'm obsessed with Casey Musgraves, <laughs> if you want to know. Um, yeah, the the new Jay-Z Beyonce album is great. The new Tiana Taylor album is great. I listen to SZA's album every day. That's a ritual of yours? Yeah, and it's like 
it's not even, uh, it's not, I don't do it consciously. It's like a subconscious ritual. I'm just finding myself listening to says Going on back. 3P. On 3P. Literally. Obsessed with that. Yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Okay. What else do you want anyone to know about you? What, like, are, what, what shows do you watch? Okay, oh my God. So, now now the because, tables have turned. Yeah, the tables, I'm asking Dolly questions because I watch shows, but I... Um, I want to hear Dolly's take. She works at HBO. Okay, yeah. So I, obviously right now, I just finished season two of Queer Eye. That was a quick binge. Okay, JBN and I met last week. How was that? It was amazing. He, he DM'd for a little bit. He posted my photo. It's been phenomenal. It was him and Dua Lipa. Uh-huh. Put me in the caption. It was the best day ever. So now... What do you think about the Queer Eye? Okay, well, I Obsession. used to... Uh, obsessed. But I used... I mean, did you watch the old Queer Eye for the I've, Straight Guy? I dabbled, you know. I, I know, you know, it's a completely different format. Totally, but it's so funny because when this reboot came out, what, last year, yeah. season one, or even the beginning of this year, Honestly, it, like, just came out. Honestly, turned them out. Yeah, okay, when season one came out, like, nobody knew what it, no one had known about the No event. one knew what it was Right, but me and my parents used exactly. to watch it. Exactly, my parents used to put it on, like, it was, like, on, like, CW or like no like like Bravo or something yes, like old old, old old Bravo before it was became a reality yeah, machine exactly. yeah so so I used to watch it and and then watching this one it was so funny because I know even like in the very first episode um they were like the old queer eye was about tolerance but now we're here for acceptance and it's just like the LGBTQ community now is so prevalent totally. and it came at such a timely time totally. so genius and it's gonna do it's doing very well it's doing very well and you know they've met like ultimate success like, mm-hmm. they, they and they're get, really good at social media the queer eye account they are. and all the guys they're just yeah they, they're doing a really good job yes so i just watched that yeah that's good that was yeah um what else do i watch i mean i watch i love the, Bar- the burning man episode guy I just, you like, liked him. So funny. I was just he like, was great. He's like, I just want to move closer to Burning Man. Yeah, <laughs> but then I, I have some friends in New York that are probably gonna be like that when they're older. But then he changed his mind. Yeah, he's like, I can't go. Yeah. So okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um. Okay. What else am I watching? Well, I just started Succession on HBO. Have you Good. been watching? Yeah. I really like it. Yes. So the media that I consume, I like realist. So I like you know I like tangible emotions that I can relate to. Ladybird, call me by your name. I go for the I go for the sadder. Yeah, you do. I consume sad media. I like sad music. I don't know. I think there's like an innate sadness in all things, and I think that some people can hit it better than others. Uh-huh. And when I when I see people that don't address it at all, it, it's almost shocking to me because I think it's just part of the story. Every, I think it's part of everything. It is. Like right. When I see you know when I see media that's you know too fake or you know just deceitful it's like i went personally and i think this is a problem that a lot of us have that we don't even realize that we don't realize that we want to see we want to be seeing more genuine media mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. lives for me queer eye was amazing because you know it brought so many different levels of emotions together and it was all for a, a good cause mm-hmm. yeah i find it that's another struggle sorry going back to your other question i find yeah. it hard in this day and age to you know produce non-deceitful content and that and it's a, it's an insecurity that i have that I, I feel others will judge me on um but i try to be as like genuine and raw as i can and mm-hmm. real with my emotions and i want people to to know that that's okay 
I agree. I think people can like read right through that and see right through that. So when it's not genuine or not, you know, or if it's inauthentic, like you can smell it. Exactly. If people don't understand that, it, it's it's it comes through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, right. yeah, and it's just okay. I just, that's my biggest thing right now. I just want people to know that it's okay to post non-deceitful things. We want we want to see what's really going on. Yes. PSA. PSA. We want to see the behind the scenes. We want to know the emotions you felt. Like, I do. That's, yes. Give us the BTS. That's what I want. <laughs> I want the thought process. I want the storyboard. I want all of it. I really do. Well, one of my favorite shows, it's not on right now, but it's High Maintenance. And one, High and Maintenance is amazing. It's the best. It's like, really, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. And the reason for me is that I love a real story, too. Totally. Where, especially, like, being a native New Yorker, it's so fun to watch that show because because you can recognize things or, you know, there are scenes like in the subway where you're like, oh, yes, I totally, totally. get that. I, I agree. And that show's kind of sad, too. It's dark. It's dark. I like, yeah, I like shows with a darker twist. I was just standing on my balcony, actually, before we came. And it was so nice. It's like golden hour right now. Mm-hmm. The sun, it's gorgeous. And I never faced the west side. And I just looked at, I always look at 6th Avenue. I'm just like, where is everyone going? Like, what's everyone's story? Like, I just want, I just want to know. Yeah. I literally would love to go up to people on the street and just ask them. Everyone's what the story got is. a story. Oh my god, it's New York City. Yeah. Or it's 2018. Like, I want to know how people are feeling. I just like want to know. So many feels. So many feels. I know. Um, wait, and then Dolly, I wanna... how are you feeling? <laughs> Today's good. I'm feeling good today. But I, I like it's it's hard. Life is hard. Life is hard. Life is hard. And I can relate with all so many of the things that you said from, you know, wanting to keep your creative juices flowing to not knowing if you're on the right path sometimes to being like, yes, wait, today this is exactly what I need to be doing at this very moment to, oh my God, I hate what I'm doing to, oh my God, I don't want to be around these people to, oh, I love these people. So it's like, it's a roller coaster. That's another thing. We even talk about like being around people. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm very confident and secure in my relationships with my friends, but it's just like sometimes outside influences, especially in New York City, just like gotta find time to be alone mm-hmm. and you have to find things that really make you happy when you're alone and comfortable for me that is shooting and music like there for me when i'm behind that camera like i feel invincible that that's so powerful and i feel it even more when i, I get to show people mm-hmm. so yeah another thing is I, I really like to shoot people i don't love shooting them Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm always the same. Oh my I god! Every like, single time I'm on vacation with a friend, I just don't know how to do, I, and they're taking. I know, but they're taking photos of like, oh, look at the monument. I'm like, no, 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 get in it. Let me take your picture <laughs> because why are we gonna look at this? It's like I want to see you. Exactly. Yeah. I want to see the person, and I want. The- that's so. That's a story. I actually have an interesting story. So I um I've met someone recently. Yeah, and he's an actor, and he's you know doing really crazy things, having gigs and he was like I want you to take photos of me so we both remember this point in our careers and I was like whoa that was really really fucking powerful um you know because I really believe that this kid has a really bright future and for him to like reciprocate that to me uh, you know it's hard I'm still as I said before I it's hard to transition to take yourself seriously yeah and not feel like you're 16 years old Uh and feeling responsible and you know with 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was an intern at CBS News, and I remember we had all these speakers every week. We would have like an executive speak yeah. to us. And one of the executives, I remember him saying, make sure that you really know everybody in this room, your peers. Don't worry about like getting coffee with people who are higher up because these are your peers in the industry who are exactly. going to be moving with you. Exactly. And they are the ones that you need to be talking to because... Of course. Yeah. They're yeah. going to follow you. That's what I also love about New York. People are willing to help each other out. Totally. I haven't found that in a lot of other cities and mm -hmm. places I've been in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about more work-wise. Mm -hmm. so people here are way like are super likely to recommend you for a job they think you'd be good at mm -hmm. over them. For, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I found amazing people that I love working with. Totally. I mean, yeah. What else can we talk? Sorry, well, I'm all over the place. Too, no, right? it's it's great because this is a real conversation, right? Exactly. But wait, you know what? I do want to mention one more show that I'm obsessed with. Yeah, it's called please. Terrace House. Okay. Terrace House. It's on Netflix. And it is Intrigued. a Japanese reality show. I am obsessed with Japan, and the Japanese are incredible. And this I TV show, you must, you must, I you must, must, I must. And this show, it's basically like Big Brother meets Real World, but it's so G-rated because the Japanese are like so not like yeah. Americans yeah. in Vegas. <laughs> so, oh my God, you have to watch it. It's amazing. And it's like the most... I will. I'll take your recommendation. Okay, great. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and then, okay, anything else you want to talk... Tell me, well, for everyone, you have to know that Griff has yellow nails right now. He got a manicure. I have yellow nails. Yeah, why? You know, I, I'm, I love fashion. Um, I work slightly in it. I would say I, like, I work more in entertainment. Adjacent. You're fashion adjacent. adjacent. Totally. But I've just, it's men's week in Paris right now, and I saw that yellow was a massive color. And so I chose a shade that I really like. It's, it's like a it's like a toned mustard. Yeah, no, your nails look really nice. Did you get it for Pride? Or it was just, no, no it, was it was like, like an fun. after Pride. So I worked a lot during Pride, and um, it was really fun. It was a crazy weekend, and I Monday I had sushi with my gal, and then I got my nails done. <laughs> I love it. You're like a real housewife exactly. in New York. It's so good. Oh, speaking of real housewives, I watched that too. Oh, me too. Okay, great. Oh. I don't dabble. I'm obsessed. Right. Yes. Same. Hardcore fan. Hardcore. Luann. Poor girl. Oh, God. I know. Oh, honey. Uh, uh. <laughs> you know, she's handling the stride. Yeah. Yeah. She's taking it. Do you think? I don't know. We'll see. All right. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. And then one more thing from just to talk about Jonathan Van Ness. Back to him. Do you watch Game of Thrones? You can say no. Polarizing topic. Yeah. So I did. Um, and to go back to my other top, uh, so my other um, idea of you know only liking media that has to do with real emotions. I really, really love the characters in mm -hmm. Game of Thrones. Like they, all die. they all die, yeah. And I'm like, okay, and like, you know, the, the fantasy is great. I think it's so well done. Like, from a, a bystander, I can I see why everyone is obsessed. But, you know, give me some Francis Ha, give me some Greta Gerwig. <laughs> okay, yes. 
However, I really would highly suggest that you watch Gay of Thrones on Funny or Die, which is where... Who is that guy again? It's Jonathan Van before he was on... Queer Eye. Queer Eye. And yes. I'm like, all right, let us not forget about JVN on Gay of Thrones, who is... You need to... It's so good. He talks about songs no, of Adam, fears. our mutual friend that was yes. telling me all about it. Okay, you must watch. And I'm like, oh, let's... Br- I'm so excited for Game of Thrones to come back just so I can watch Gay Jonathan do Gay of Thrones. Anyway, that's how I feel. Yeah. Um, all right, tell us where we can find your work. Okay, so I do have a website. It's mm-hmm. just griffinlipson.com, but I'm very active on social media. My handle is at griff underscore lipson. Um, yeah, follow the journey. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rough one. It's a highs and lows, um, but it's all, it's all really positive. It's a roller coaster, but then you get the, you get the final product, and it's all worth it. It's all worth it. It's all worth it. So go follow Griff at Griff underscore Lipson, and you will see all his fabulous work. Thank you so much. Jolly, this has been an incredible opportunity. (laughs) Sojourn. No. Talk later. Talk later. Ciao.